It's Thursday, the 29th of November, and here's your Biz News Premium Flash Briefing. In today's global headlines, U.S. stock markets bounced back strongly last night. The tech-heavy Nasdaq leading the way with a 3% gain, and that was led by a 6% surge for Amazon. Uh, good news for us because Amazon is the cornerstone stock in the BizNews U.S. exponential portfolio. The broadly-based S&P 500 index rose 2.5%. Mr. Market taking a positive interpretation from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's comments yesterday that suggested interest rates will not be raised as much as some had feared. From Europe, Unilever Chief Executive Paul Polman, who's one of the champions of businesses' move towards a more socially conscious model, is to step down at the end of next month. 62-year-old Polman has been in charge at the consumer goods giant since 2009. He will be succeeded by 54-year-old Alan Jope, who has run the $160 billion group's largest division for the past four years and has been part of Unilever's executive team since 2011. Pullman, who with his wife Kim is a regular visitor to South Africa, took a knock earlier this year when shareholders revolted against his plan to swap the Anglo-Dutch group's dual-listed structure for only one listing, and that in the Netherlands. The company says, under Pullman's guidance, it has delivered a return of 290% to shareholders in the last 10 years. London's influential Financial Times newspaper has changed its mind on Brexit, or so it would seem. After leading the doomsdayers for most of the past two years, earlier this week, influential columnist Gideon Rachman made the case for the Prime Minister Theresa May's new plan. This morning, the Financial Times editorial board gave its conditional support to the deal. This echoes fears about the chaos which the alternative of a no-deal Brexit would cause, and uh, that came earlier in the week from The Economist. And in South African-related news, Big Four auditing group KPMG has signaled its intention of not abandoning the embattled Johannesburg-based business. KPMG has spent fortunes on airfares over the past year, sending a stream of top brass from London to deal with the fallout from the SARS and more recently VBS scandals. Although this involvement has exposed the South African business to billions in potential damages claims, internally KPMG has decided that because of the impact that a departure would have on multinational clients involved in the country, the business overall would lose much more by closing Johannesburg than keeping it alive and taking the knock. In line with this approach, it has secured the services of perhaps the best candidate available, former Saika head Ignatius Sahuli, who takes over as South African Chief Executive in May. This has been a Biz News Premium Flash Briefing. I'm Alec Hogg. Until the next time, cheerio.